This is the Reading Instruction Show. I'm your host, Dr. Andy Johnson, and today we are talking about writing. After wide reading, writing is probably the next best thing you can use to help struggling readers. Now, you can often hear beginning and emergent readers sounding out words as they listen to find the correct letter sounds as they're writing. This helps them in the development of the phonetic cueing system. Writing also invites students to focus on word order, grammar, and the logical structure of the language. So in this way, it also helps to develop the syntactical cueing systems. Now, 10 general guidelines. Many struggling readers have a strong aversion to writing. Why? Because they can't do it or else they can't do it very well. So here are 10 general guidelines for working with students who may struggle with writing. Tip number one, do not frustrate your students. Getting words on the page can be very difficult for struggling writers. Simply asking them to write without providing support will only frustrate them. Instead, provide scaffolding to enable students to successfully engage in authentic writing activities. This will also help them to develop a sense of self-efficacy and eliminate the strong negative emotions associated with writing. Tip number two, teach and model the writing process. You need to specifically teach and model all five phases, and I'll describe this below, or describe this at the end, but the five phases of writing are generating ideas, drafting, revising, editing, and sharing. Number three, tip number three, always celebrate the idea first. Writing is used to record and transmit ideas. Thus, writing should always be a celebration of ideas. Spelling, grammar, and punctuation are important because they enable us to accurately express ideas. But we should focus on these only during the editing stage. Four, use temporary spelling. Worrying about spelling while looking for ideas and word choices can make writing overwhelming. If students pause because they can't spell a word during the drafting or revising stages of writing, simply tell them, don't worry about the spelling, just use enough letters to hold the idea, We'll look at spelling at the end. Tip number five, eliminate or significantly modify weekly spelling tests. Weekly spelling tests do very little to enhance students' ability to spell under real-life writing conditions and may instead discourage them from writing. For students who equate writing with correct spelling, doing poorly on weekly tests only reinforces the absurd idea that they can't write. Spelling has nothing to do with writing. If you must give spelling tests, I recommend allowing students to choose five to ten words that they want to study each week. You can still have two or three mandatory words. Each student would have his or her personal spelling test. When it comes time to give the spelling test, students would hand their personalized list to a classmate who then administers it. Six, write for real-life audiences whenever possible. Writing becomes alive when other 
people respond to it. Now, some simple ideas could simply be turn to a neighbor. After a writing session, have students share all a part of their writing with a neighbor or trade with a neighbor. After you've developed trust within a classroom, you can have students trade papers with a classmate or share in small group. Tip number seven, teach students how to respond to each other's writing. You can use some prompts to teach students how to do these, and you'll post these where all students can see them. These prompts would be on a poster form, such as, I like, it reminds me of, I don't understand, I want to know more about. These are the four prompts that I would put on a poster someplace. I like, tell me about a part that you like, what does it remind you of? I don't understand. I want All right. Students will, will rely on these prompts initially, but eventually they'll be able to respond without them. Number eight, help students with writing topics initially. Students need to be able to use, to be able to write using their own writing topics. But this can be difficult initially, especially with students who have a strong aversion to writing. You can help by conducting brainstorming sessions for writing topics with students and have them record and keep a list in their journal or writing log. Tip number nine, rarely ask students for more. If students finish writing about a topic and they have written very little, you should rarely ask them to go back and write more. In most cases, students have said all that they wanted to say. Asking them to write more will result in more words on the page, but not better writing. Quality is not the same as quantity. If you want more writing, have students find something else to write about. More complex and sophisticated writing will occur naturally as a result of the responses students get from you and others, and as they read and respond to the writing of others. And 10, write with your students. Teachers of writing need to write and share their ideas with students. Students love to hear your authentic voice and experiences. Also, doing your own writing enables you to teach and model the writing process using your own writing. For example, when I was writing this paragraph, graph boys and girls it didn't sound right so i read it out loud a couple times and i heard some things that i didn't like all right that's an example of thinking out loud all right those are 10 tips the five step writing process step one pre-writing the goal here is to generate ideas strategies include listing brainstorming outlining silent thinking mind maps webs conversations with the neighbor or quick writes, all right? Step number two, drafting. Drafting is the writer's first attempt to capture ideas on paper. Ideas here are often disconnected and incomplete. Most of the writing activities in the classroom involve just these first two steps, pre-writing and drafting. Only those drafts that students feel are interesting or of value should be taken to the next step. Number three, step three, revising. This is the heart of the writing process. Here a piece is revised and reshaped 
many times. You reread paragraphs and move things around. You add parts, taking parts away, and continually mold and change until you find just the right flow and structure. Step number four is the editing. This is the stage where grammar, spelling, and punctuation errors are corrected. You don't do step four, editing, at step one or two because that gets in the way. And step five, publishing and sharing. This is where students' writing is shared with an audience. This makes writing come alive. All right, this is just some tips of writing. Writing should be included in any reading instruction program.